You're in the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. With Gene and Chris, we welcome back our compatriot on the Paracast community forums and the host of the Dark Matters radio show, the once and original, and there's a story in that that we might not get into, the once and original Dark Matters radio show, the one, the only Don Ecker. Don, welcome back to the Paracast. Well, thank you, Gene. It's, as always, a great pleasure to be here. I hope you're all doing well. Actually, you and I were trading dog stories before the show began. I have one dog, a little Bichon, actually quite a big Bichon, because he might have a wee bit of poodle in him, and you have a couple of dogs. So we're telling dog stories, and that's how we passed our time. Now, one of the things I wanted to talk about with Don is a phenomenon, and I guess it relates back to the old Internet flaming routines that he and I both saw online dating back to the 1980s, where people, because they can be anonymous online, or even when they're not anonymous, instead of just gently debating back and forth, they scream and yell at each other. Now, I'm sure you, Don, observed a lot of this when you were monitoring forums back in the 80s. But we have a phenomenon called, I call it, the one-sentence freakout. Don, you get what I'm talking about? Well, back in those days, they called it flame wars. Right. And it was frustrating and irritating and angering. But, you know, it, it simply took me a while to come to, at least for my purposes, fully understand the not only the futility of it, but the juvenile, almost grade school or junior high school activity that was being carried on these days, especially if I'm a a forum administrator uh, and I encounter something like that on on the forum that I'm administrating, I'll give them one warning to knock it off or uh, then the the awesome, famous, infamous ban button is hit. We see this, of course, at the Paracast community forums at forum.thepowercast.com where people get upset over the littlest things. But I've seen this spread to the show. And I'll give you an example of this, Don. So the one-sentence freakout is defined as saying something that may or may not be a little provocative. But in response, somebody is going to spend thousands of words arguing the issue. Okay? And I'll give you an example. So a couple of years ago, Chris makes an offhand crack about... A woman you and I both know about who was attacking a famous UFO abduction researcher. And I don't want to mention her name because it will start the whole thing over again. And it really isn't productive. So Chris made a remark, oh, she is stalking him. Okay? So the person involved wrote this long article, a couple of thousand words or more, attacking me for making the statement that Chris made. Attacking you. (laughs) Right. Okay, well, hey, you've got the broad shoulders. Every once in a while, you've got to tolerate the slings and arrows that come at you. Okay, but the point being here is that it was just a couple of words, and it started a whole flame war, and people responded to it, not in our forums, but in their forums. People responded to it, made a big deal. Gene, we saw we saw basically in maybe a bit smaller venue, but we saw the same thing with the Philip in Brogno. 
expose that that ended up happening on the Paracast. And, of, of course, this was a big enough story that it soon flowed throughout the entire Internet. And uh, there were people that, that started taking shots, not only at the Paracast, but at you, at me, at Chris O'Brien, at other people, primarily Lance Moody, who's been a longtime user on the Paracast, you know, it's it's a phenomenon that just, as far as I'm concerned, proved the old adage that no matter how much technology you can put in front of, of some people, it doesn't change the fact that they're assholes. Let me give you a brief about what that's about. Now, all that happened here is something we've seen in the UFO field before. The people show up, and they bring these credentials with them. They claim to be doctors they claim to have master's degrees they claim to have a certain level of military experience and every so often you check them out now this is not an uncommon phenomenon it happens in the real world as opposed to our little world too where people apply for jobs and have fake credentials and we've seen people get nationally famous jobs because of a falsified resume so lance moody decided that maybe phil imbrogno was too over-eager, emphasizing his connections with MIT. You know, he's got degrees from there, he's wearing the MIT t-shirt, all that. So he had the vibe, he had the instinct, and he went ahead and he checked him out, found the guy's degrees were fake. And then further, because of you and some other people in our forums, it looked like Phil Imbrogno's military credentials were fake. That was strictly me. He had been uh, a guest on my show, Dark Matters Radio, a couple of times. And at the time, I thought it was rather odd. But he seemed to emphasize his military experience in Vietnam as a member of the United States Army Special Forces. So after Imbrogno did that a couple of times, I thought it was rather odd. And uh, it wasn't really, I really didn't decide to follow up on that. You know, like everything, I've got a, usually a lot on my plate. And I heard from uh, Lance Modi, who sent me information regarding uh, the lack of credentials, the fraudulent uh, exercise that Imbrogno was, uh, was going on about his MIT connection. So that kind of that kind of uh, gave me a, an impetus to uh, stop for a second and say, well, you know what? If in fact he did lie about that, and he is a fraudulent schmuck regarding his academic credentials, I'm going to go ahead and do a background on him through people I know in the special forces community. So I uh, went ahead, contacted a couple of guys that I know pretty damned well, and uh, asked them to check him out. And the bottom line was it was all fraudulent. And I mean, it collapsed his entire public bio collapsed like a house of cards within uh, a couple of days. And now, the concept of faking your military record... It's called stolen valor. And if you say that, for example, you have uh, received some kind of award as a result of your military service, some kind of honor. Right. Right. Well, you know, it's a phenomenon. You know, this is what's so ironic about this whole thing from my standpoint. Now, you guys are both 
you know, somewhere in in my uh, age bracket as far as generational. And I was a Vietnam vet. And when I came back, uh, like most vets at that time, we were treated horribly by the public at large. The Vietnam, the whole Vietnam War was was extremely unpopular. We were parried, parried on, on television. Uh, Vietnam veterans were painted with a, with a br- uh, brush that they were all lunatics, baby killers, and what have you from Hollywood. And it wasn't until the, the early to mid-1980s, after the construction of the Vietnam War Memorial in Washington, D.C., that suddenly these guys started to surface out of the woodwork claiming to have been special forces in Vietnam, Navy SEALs in Vietnam, all this stuff. And it became actually a a rather big phenomenon. And you can find a lot of information about that on the web. You know, we'll look into that because this is part and parcel of what we deal with because we deal with people who pretend to be people or have credentials that are fake. Very unfortunate. We've got more to go. We have Don Ecker joining Gene and Chris here in the Paracast. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S.com. Gold. It's like nothing else on Earth. From the Romans through the Renaissance, from the Industrial Age to the Space Age, gold has weathered the test of time. For 6,000 years, gold has remained the ultimate store of wealth. According to the World Gold Council and the U.S. Mint, demand is at an all-time high. The stage is being set for the reemergence of gold as the common-sense alternative to a fiat paper currency that gets weaker every day. Midas Resources is proud to offer the hard-hitting report that arms you with the truth you need to protect you and your family from the Fed's plans for your hard-earned money. Don't gamble with your future. Call Midas Resources today and ask for your free copy of As Good As Gold. Call 1-800-686-2237 for the report the Fed hopes you'll never see. As Good As Gold can be yours by calling 800-686-2237. If you have ever thought about owning gold, you must read this report. Call Midas today at 800-686-2237. 
Are you still a traditional smoker? Now experience a new lifestyle and try vaping with e-cigarettes by LeSig. Imagine no ashes, stains, nasty smell, or coughing and hacking. With LeSig e-cigarettes revolutionary microelectronic technology, rechargeable battery, and unique replaceable cartridge, you'll get all the benefits and satisfaction of smoking without the hazards. Choose your taste from a wide variety of our new American-made vaporian e-liquids at LeSig.com. And LeSig smokes the competition by serving thousands of worldwide customers with real people customer service fast free same day shipping and a 30 day warranty and satisfaction guarantee so are you ready for a new vaping lifestyle then call 870-518-4307 that's 870-518-4307 or visit lesig.com spelled l-e-c-i-g.com lesig e-cigarettes for today's modern smoker Springtime is sale time at Herbal Healer Academy. Current customers know this is the time to save big and stock up at HerbalHealer.com. New customers, welcome to the web's best place to save on vitamins, minerals, and more. Right now, Herbal Healer's spring specials include our 500 parts per million colloidal silver, all sizes on sale. CoQ10 with Hawthorn, Colon Enhancer, Sea Cucumber, Super Fam and Super Male Plex, plus Glucosamine Chondroitin, our best-selling liquid CalMag Vitamin D, and our colloidal minerals, all on sale for spring at HerbalHealer.com. And Herbal Healer also offers certificate correspondence courses in natural medicine. Enjoy same-day shipping and free online newsletter. Log on to our nation's leader in supplying quality natural medicine and education. Since 1988, Herbal Healer Academy at HerbalHealer.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. On the Paracast with Gene and Chris, we have Don Ecker of the Dark Matters radio show, the once and original Dark Matters radio show. I understand somebody out there is going to be using that name for a radio show. We will not mention who that person is. How about that? Why you know, not? You know what? Okay. It's Art Bell. Now, he calls it Art Bell's Dark Matter? Yeah. <laughs> what a faux pas. I can't believe he didn't check that out and make oh, sure the well, name was free and clear, as Chris, if he didn't know. Chris, he, you know, <laughs> Art Bell knows me, and it's not like, my radio show is a hidden little secret somewhere on the web. I mean, I tried to get in touch with uh, with Bell about that. I haven't heard anything as of uh, this morning, at any rate. So we'll we'll simply see where this goes. But you know, I I really think he's uh, you know he's going to ultimately in the long run he's he's going to hurt himself by doing that. Now, have you thought or considered? calling somebody over at Sirius XM Radio, say, hey, I am the host of the Dark Matters Radio Show, which has been on the air off and on for, what, over 20 years or something, and now you've got a show called Art Bell's Dark Matter. Don't you think there's a conflict? Now, we know in show business, that's not unusual. I mean, you have, for example, the Dark Skies TV show that Bryce Zabel was co-producer of back in the 1990s. Now, I think the name is owned by Sony. And then they came out with a Dark Skies movie 
in the last year or two. Actually, a pretty decent movie. But the name being owned by the production company, they can do what they want. Well, I'm, I'm pursuing a couple of avenues about that. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I'm really not in any position publicly right now to say one way or the other what, what we are doing. But we're doing something at this point. The point being here is that you're trying to pursue this in private circles. Let's leave it at that. Okay, we go back to the concept, and you had mentioned this with the Vietnam War veterans, that finally in the 1980s, whether you approve of the war or not, you had to realize the people who went over there were doing their jobs. We have these brave soldiers who suffered all sorts of injuries, physical and mental, and they come back here and... They need to be treated as heroes. But when it became the right thing to do, we had people going out there claiming they were Vietnam veterans. They received these bronze stars and everything. And it never happened. And Phil Imbrogno being one of them. Now, what benefit is it to somebody to claim military experience they don't have? Don't they realize they could be exposed? I'm certainly no psychiatrist. I'm no psychoanalyst. But I was a cop for a lot of years and I had to practice a type of street psychology when I was a cop. And I got to tell you, I, I think, and this is simply my own humble opinion, that the MIT thing, the Green Beret thing, I think this was simply Imbrogno fulfilling uh, a need that he has within his ego. Now, I've been contacted since all that happened back in 2011 by several people that claimed to have been students of of Imbrogno's when he was teaching high school. Now, were these guys actually students? I don't know. I tend to think they were. One of these guys was uh, actually very specific about certain things that he told me. And to make a long story short, according to him, Imbrogno was kind of a weird duck when he was a school teacher. And he, you know, he relayed several alleged happenings to me. And, uh, you know, what do you do with something like that? The guy's already gone. Uh, he's gone apparently underground. He hasn't been seen or heard from. His uh, former writing partner, Rosemary Ellen Guiley, has disassociated herself entirely from him. So, uh, you know, hopefully the story is closed. But if you've been in this field any length of time, you soon come to realize that just because someone was exposed for being a fraudulent schmuck, that's no guarantee that they won't surface with a whole new story down the road you can't keep a good story down so you expose a person as a hoaxer and they come back and they continue to perpetrate the hoax same thing is true for sightings well so with, you expose well, a sighting as being faked that doesn't mean the legend won't follow you with phil and brog no it's much more personal with me so actually my my bottom line with him no is he's a lying scumbag but by the way, in case you're wondering whether he'll sue us, number one, he's a public figure, okay? Number two, more than likely, he's going to do nothing because it's not just whether or not he's a lying scumbag, but we've already exposed his fake educational credentials, 
and the defense against a defamation lawsuit is the truth. Not to mention his fake military credentials, and that's yeah, that 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 really puts it over the top. It's one thing to have a MIT diploma on your wall, wear an MIT ring, be very I don't know, I, I guess so lacking in self worth that you have to be photographed in MIT shirts. Uh, I, there's something kind of sick about all that. Uh, there's something pathological going on. I I, I just kind of have a hunch. I'm no psychologist, but but I must say, Don, uh, why don't you tell us how you really feel about Phil? Oh, no, don't I? <laughs> yeah, no, it's interesting here, too. If Phil had none of these credentials, he just said, look, I'm a high school teacher, but he did all this research. He co-authored a book with Dr. J. Allen Hynek. Wouldn't that be enough? And at the same token, doesn't that put anything he wrote, anything he claimed in any of his books under question? Because if he fakes his credentials, what else did he fake? Well, absolutely. And I mean, hey, look, you can go back the last 23, 24, 25 years, and you can see example after example after example of this kind of crap. Generally, because, hey, let's face it, the three of us inhabit this UFO slash paranormal realm. So naturally, we're going to be focused on that. But when my wife and I were publishing UFO magazine, and she, of course, was the person that founded UFO magazine. We started getting into what at the time I called house cleaning for the UFO field because we had a tremendous amount of people making some tremendously extraordinary claims. And I decided to go check some of these claims out. So I did. Now, there was a famous case at the time of a guy who was not only claiming Air Force fighter jet credentials, but he was prominently featured in Timothy Good's first book, Above Top Secret. And in the book, he was called by a pseudonym, Mel Noel. Now, about 1990, down in the San Diego area, Vicky and I were down there, at some UFO function that was going on, covering it for UFO magazine, and somebody introduced me to this guy. And at the time, he was going by the name of Guy Kirkwood. And before we find out about Mel Noel, Guy Kirkwood, or someone or other, we've got Don Ecker joining Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. Hey, neighbors. Meetings are an essential part of any business. You know, making presentations to clients, collaborating with your colleagues. Well, make them as simple as possible to run and organize. Use GoToMeeting by Citrix, the easiest, most reliable online meeting service. With GoToMeeting, you can schedule an online meeting in seconds. Attendees can join with just a click from anywhere. Meeting materials are viewed on everyone's screen. Making collaboration seamless. GoToMeeting is so easy to use for you and everyone joining your meeting. Plus, with GoToMeeting, hold as many meetings as you can for one flat rate. You have phone conferencing and voice over IP are included. You know, my listeners can try GoToMeeting free for 30 days, a month of unlimited online meetings free. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click on the Try It Free button, and enter the promo code PODCAST. 
That's gotomeeting.com, promo code PODCAST. Wouldn't it be nice to have one product that replaces more than 10, saving you space, time, and money? HempUSA.org has a complete full-spectrum vitamin mineral detox formulation called MicroPlant Powder Gold. MicroPlant Powder Gold contains 101 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and iodine, has a 100-year shelf life, and is a perfect addition to any storage shelter. Make MicroPlant Powder Gold your choice. Call 888-910-4367 or visit HempUSA.org today. HempUSA.org has a revolutionary wonder food for detoxing the body and rebuilding the immune system. Microplant powder can help unclog arteries and soften heart valves while removing heavy metals, virus, fungus, bacteria, and parasites. Plus, it cleans and purifies the blood, lungs, stomach, and colon. Keep your body clean with Microplant powder. Order today at 888-910-4367 or visit HempUSA.org. American gardeners and fellow patriots make the right choice with your money, time, and your family food supply. Choose 100% pure heirloom seeds in the Survival Seed Vault from MyPatriotSupply.com. Why spend more? The Survival Seed Vault from MyPatriotSupply.com is only $37.95 and includes 20 varieties of pure, hardy, easy-to-grow heirloom seeds. Yes, only $37.95. That's 70% less than our competitors. You could buy three Survival Seed Vaults for less than one of theirs. The Survival Seed Vault from MyPatriotSupply.com includes detailed planting and seed saving instructions and ships same day. Plus, all orders over $49 ship free. MyPatriotSupply.com is American owned by patriots like you. Passionate about freedom and preparedness. Call now, 866-229-0927. That's 866-229-0927. Or discover more emergency preparedness items when you order at MyPatriotSupply.com. Choose the original. Choose the Survival Seed Vault at MyPatriotSupply.com. Can heart and body extract help with other ailments besides heart conditions, high blood pressure, clogged arteries, or unbalanced cholesterol? It did for Karen. I've been using heart and body extract for approximately two weeks. I've had an earwax buildup problem for many years, with over-the-counter stuff not working at all. I had very poor hearing due to this earwax buildup. Well, after two weeks of taking heart and body extract, my earwax buildup almost completely cleared up. Could this be the effect of better body circulation? Heart and body extract is an effective 100% organic nutritional supplement specially formulated to allow your body to heal itself. My hearing is almost completely back to normal. I'm amazed. Order by calling 866-295-5305 or online at hbextract.com. That's 866-295-5305 or hbextract.com. Heart and body extract for long and healthy life. This is Leslie Kane, and I'm with the Coalition for Freedom of Information, and you are listening to the Paracast. We're talking shop, catching up, talking about the frauds, the fakers in the UFO field. Started off with my little discussion about the one-sentence freakout where you say something that might be innocuous or a little provocative, and people go to town on it. But right now you're talking about this guy named Mel Noel, who you encountered who was something far other than what he claimed to be. Proceed. Well, when I met him, I mean, and I'll tell you right up front, the guy was charming, friendly, warm, a really rock on tour. I mean, he could spin some stories. And I had no reason to doubt at the time what he was telling me. I said, you know what? 
Jai Kirkwood, I'd love to do an article about this for UFO Magazine. And he was, oh, yeah. He said, sure, I'd be happy to do that. I said, great. Now, all I need you to do is show me your military credentials. Show me an ID card. Show me uh, your DD-214, something that, that proved that you were an Air Force jet pilot. Well, he said, no problem, can do. And that was the last I heard from him. So about a year later, suddenly there was a TV show on, I, and I'm trying to remember now, it may have been either uh, sightings or encounters. And uh, Linda Moulton Howe was on there bringing on Guy Kirkwood. And he was talking about his career in the Air Force and about chasing flying saucers out of a secret Air Force base in Utah back about 1954. He was an F-86 jet fighter pilot, according to uh, what, what he said. Well, I suddenly got a series of phone calls from a number of people, one of them being a longtime UFO aficionado by the name of Fritz Krohn, and he just started to chew my ear up about this guy. And he said, he was exposed back in the 60s. And I said, well, okay, Fritz, let me uh, do a little research. And I started doing some background on him, and sure enough, he was. Now, back in those days, Another rather famous California personality by the name of Robert Bob Dornan, or B-1 Bob as he was known, who was then a U.S. congressperson, had had a television show called Tempo in uh, Los Angeles, in the Los Angeles area. Now, it just so happened that Bob Dornan, when he was in the Air Force, was an F-100 Super Sabre jet pilot. Now, back in the 60s, Guy Kirkwood, who was also known as Noel Bryce Cornwall, among some of his other uh, pseudonyms, had attached himself to a, uh, a real hoaxed story coming from a former Italian immigrant who was then living down in Mexico, and it's a long involved story, but the long and the short of it was that Look Magazine, I believe it was, got interested in the case, and the guy that was chasing the story was a fellow by the name of Don Dornan, who was Bob Dornan's brother, and he went down to uh, Mexico with uh, Kirkwood and a couple of other people to interview this Italian immigrant that was living down there. The guy was uh, was an alcoholic. When you went down to his house, the first thing you had to do was take him down a bottle or two of, of liquor, and boy, you were welcomed into his house with open arms, and he started spinning this incredible story that literally ranged back before World War II, and uh, involved Benito Mussolini, the Italian dictator of the fascists. Now, there was a, a tremendous story about these 
guys that uncovered some kind of secret UFO base down there. They got their hands on some technology. I mean, it, it sounded like a plot for a science fiction movie. But to make a long story short, this guy claimed that these scientists escaped Mussolini, came to South America, set up a, a colony there, and were working on all this advanced technology. Now, at the time, Guy Kirkwood was going around securing seats on this flying saucer for people to take rides on. And it was a big thing. Even John Keel talked about this in his book, Disneyland of the Gods. I remember. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I mean, this, this, was, a, this was a story, let me tell you. So, at any rate, I did this research, and I interviewed a lot of people, and uh, I had the story ready to go. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe it came out around February of uh, 1992. But I called Kirkwood up, and I said, Guy, I know that you've been avoiding me, but I said, I have an article here that I want you to look at before we run it. I'm telling you now, I'm giving you an opportunity to respond to it. You practice real journalism, by the way, and that's fairly traditional. You do a story about someone, and you want them to comment about what's going on. You don't just break it unless there's no way to contact the person. Well, he came up and came into, uh, at the time, we were publishing UFO magazine out of our house. We didn't have our offices at the time. And he came up, came into the kitchen, sat down. I gave him a cup of coffee, and I handed him the story, photographs and all. Because Don Dornan, when he went down there, kept all those photographs, and he gave the whole kitten caboodle to me. He said, here, he said, I don't need these. He said, you can use any of them you want to. So Kirkwood sat there in the chair, and he read through the whole thing. And when he got done, I said, okay, guy, now. If you furnish me with your DD-214, I won't run this. He just got up, and he walked out of the house, and that was the last time I ever talked to him. Now, just to show you how some people won't accept a smack in the, in the eye when they receive it, it was not long after that, and back in those days, I used to inhabit the UFO update list that was uh, out of Canada. And in some fashion, they still have that list, although it's not even a pale shadow of what it was back when uh, Glenn Campbell was running it. You know, I would wonder in passing whether we should set up our own mailing list that would use current technology and would finally actually bring all that stuff together. I'm just thinking about it. Let's go on. Well, so one day, uh, I'm, I, I shot into that list, and I was just looking to see what the topic headlines were, and I saw something in there about uh, Guy Kirkwood and my expose on him. And I popped in there, and there was a, at the time, fairly well-known UFO guy that was in there, and he was taking not only pot shots at me, about this expose, but he was he was trying a full-on artillery barrage. So I popped in there and I said, "Look, what's your uh, what's your beef?" I said, "This this story is 
researched. I said, I've talked to all kinds of people that were involved with it. I said, I've got the background. Uh, what, what the hell's your problem? And he refused to answer me. So I went back and he still refused. So I went back a third time and finally I shamed him. And I said, look, you're going to sit here and tell me that I screwed this story up. I want to know exactly where I screwed the story up. And he finally popped off and he said, well, you got his middle name wrong. And I said, I got his middle name wrong. Here's a guy that's running with three or four names all the damn time. And you're, and how the hell would you know, even if I did, you know what, this leads me to some other stuff. We'll talk about the case of the wrong middle name and more to come with Don Ecker joining Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. Is there a secret UFO agenda? Do strange creatures from the darkest corners of the mind roam the earth? Is there evidence for mind control, time travel, or devious government conspiracies? Find out the inside scoop on the latest conspiracies, paranormal activity, and Freudian phenomena when you subscribe to Tim Beckley's Conspiracy Journal. It's jam-packed with stories, special book and DVD promotions, and the best news, it's absolutely free, sent right to your mailbox. Plus, a bonus free email newsletter sent out every Friday. Simply send an email with your name and address to MrUFO at WebTV.net. That's MrUFO at webtv.net find out what they don't want you to know from the makers of blocket pocket we bring you a serious message about the health risks associated with cell phones and wireless devices studies have shown that long-term exposure can contribute to an assortment of health risks Blocket Pocket offers you two new products designed to help alleviate your concerns. See these two remarkable products at BlockitPocket.com. Call 888-315-9618. Free shipping to the lower 48. BlockitPocket.com. Enhancing health and privacy. Thank you, listeners. You spoke and we listened. At Chef5mm.com, we've made our checkout process more secure and user-friendly than ever before. Chef 5-Minute Meals, unlike anything you've ever seen. Self-heat in just 5 minutes. You don't need anything except what comes in the box. Visit Chef5mm.com to see this innovation for yourself. That's Chef5mm.com or call 888-959-6502. 888-959-6502. People are taking charge of their lives with healthier lifestyles. That's why you have to experience the Raleigh-Durham Gluten and Allergen-Free Wellness Event. One day only, Saturday, August 17th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Durham Convention Center in Durham, North Carolina. Explore the Gluten and Allergen-Free Wellness Event, where learning is fun and delicious. Discover the world of gluten-free with free samples, cooking demonstrations, and lectures with well-known members of the gluten-free community. 
community. Enter the raffle and you can win the grand prize of a catered barbecue from Bonesuckin' Sauce. Valued at $3,000. The Raleigh Durham Gluten and Allergen Free Wellness Event. August 17th at the Durham Convention Center. For more, visit R-A-L-E-I-G-H glutenfreeexpo.blogspot.com RaleighGlutenFreeExpo.blogspot.com Presented by Udy's Gluten-Free, Glutino, Enjoy Life Foods, and Longevity. A little over a year ago, I began to do a lot of research into why, even though I had a pretty good-sized meal, that I was still starving. And my research led me to a well-known fact that most of the soils that we grow our crops on here in the United States and across the industrialized world are almost completely depleted of almost all of the key minerals and trace elements that our bodies need to rebuild themselves, fight off cancer, and be healthy. I then searched out the best vitamin and mineral company out there and discovered Longevity. The Longevity products are designed to give you the real nutrition you need, and once you've got that, you don't have to eat as much to be satisfied. I've lost 37 pounds in two months simply getting the vitamins and minerals I need. Check it out for yourself. It's incredible. Go to InfoWarsTeam.com today and order your first canister of Beyond Tangy Tangerine Complete Multivitamin Mineral Complex Dietary Supplement. That's InfoWarsTeam.com. This is Kurt Seven, the author of UFO Mysteries, and you're listening to the Paracast. On the Paracast with Gene and Chris, we've got the dogs in the neighborhood upset over the fact that Don Ecker wrote a story and got somebody's fake middle name wrong. Don? <laughs> yeah, that's about the long and the short of it. So, you know, the, the I guess the, the lesson to take away from something like this is that uh, no matter what you do or how well or how badly you do it, there are going to be people out there that, for any number of reasons, uh, are going to take shots at you, perhaps because of professional jealousy or or other things. Who knows? Maybe you didn't like the way I, I comb my hair. But that's just part and parcel of this uh, culture that we inhabit today. And, you know, it's not just in the UFO field. There's a site called PolitiFact. And PolitiFact, what they do is they take statements by politicians and they evaluate them in accordance with their research. It's not always perfect. I mean, you can dispute some Sometimes of their answers. Don't equate us with politicians, please. Okay, because they all have pants on fire. But that's the rating. So if you are really lying, you get a pants on fire. Now, the Washington Post uses Pinocchio's. You know, the nose getting longer and everything. So if you are really lying, you get four Pinocchio's. But they will correct all these misstatements, all these lies, and the politicians the next hour will repeat the lies as if they were never refuted. So it happens in all aspects of society, not just the UFO field. So sure, we've exposed lots of things in the UFO field over the years. Back in the 50s, Jim Mosley had a special George Adamski expose issue, George Adamski being one of the very earliest UFO contactees. For years after that, I don't think he's mentioned much nowadays, for years after that, we had Adamski's followers, even after his death, swearing up and down that everything was true, and they ignored the expose. It didn't exist. Out of sight, out of mind. Well, that's that's a phenomenon that, 
sometimes I think is uniquely unique in this field. How many times have we exposed somebody? Now, one of the biggest exposés that I ever conducted, and I conducted quite a few of them, because at the time, I naively believed that if enough people in the UFO field were willing to clean house, that at some point, the mainstream, the mainstream news media, the mainstream scientific establishment would begin to take us a little more seriously. And I I did say, I naively believed that. But one of the biggest, and I mean for a while, this particular expose spilled over not only into UFOdom, but also into the political arena. And, of course, I'm talking about Milton William Cooper, a.k.a. Bill Cooper, and the driver shooting President John F. Kennedy, the video that was made. Now, this today is not nearly as infamous as it was even a few short years ago. But this was something that back in the day, and I'm talking about circa 1991, 92, 93, literally had parts of not only the paranormal field on fire, but also the JFK assassination field. Now, this was a a video, if you're not familiar with it, that seemed to show for just a moment during the presidential uh, limousine cavalcade that that was driving through Dallas, that the moment JFK is shot, and it's pretty obvious to me, that at least one of the bullets came from the front and struck him in the head, that it, it for just a split second, there is what appears to be a handgun that suddenly appears and then disappears. Yeah, but Don, that was a, a real low-resolution kind of glint off the guy's semi-bald head, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. But we're not talking about what was really there. We're talking about what these people believe were there. Yeah, Cooper just loved going out there and propounding this particular harebrained theory. But Oh, yeah, well, not only did he love to propound it, he started selling it. Now, this, this is what a lot of people may not be aware of. This video was originally put together from a very poor fourth or fifth generation copy of the Zapruder film by a guy that I know personally, a fellow by the name of Lars Hansen, along with two other JFK researchers. Now, one of these other researchers had been under the impression that somehow The Secret Service driver and perhaps the guy, the other Secret Service guy in the front seat were somehow involved in this assassination. And they did do a couple of things that were contrary to Secret Service protocol. But what came out of this and what Hansen originally believed was that perhaps let's research this, let's get some money, and really dissect this, the driver may have fired the fatal headshot. Now, this video originally was never meant 
to be seen publicly by anyone. But Hansen screwed up, and he screwed up in a big way. He admitted he screwed up in a big way. He had met John Lear down in Las Vegas at that time, and he did not know that John Lear had been cut off from his father's fortune, William Lear, of Lear Sigler Corporation, Lear Jet. Okay, that's who John Lear's father was. Didn't know that Lear had been cut out of the family fortune, and he went to John Lear thinking that maybe Lear, if he's interested in this, would help finance their research. Well, what Lear did, and as what we, we all know these days, John is beyond being a loose cannon. He took that tape. As a matter of fact, he showed it to me in November of 1988 before it was ever public. He took that tape and he gave a copy of it to Bill Cooper. When Cooper saw it, suddenly, as he was wont to do, claimed he had seen all this information about this in his secret Navy files years before. Oh, we got to watch out about those secret Navy files. Exactly. And this became part of his overarching, overwhelming conspiracy story. He then, after he got a lot of grief from Hansen, because Hansen had narrated this tape, he sent the tape to an outfit in Japan, Bill Cooper did, and had them recolorize the tape and remove the narration. Got it back, started producing it, and was selling it for 35 bucks a pop at every dog and pony show Cooper was able to, to worm his way into. And there are people today, and I'm talking about in 2013, that still believe fervently that Bill Cooper was the one guy leading the charge for the truth in not only paranormal and UFO fields, but also the militia movement. Oh, boy. And you know what? This raises a larger question that covers every aspect of our society. And it's about respect for facts, respect for the truth. And the reason I mention the political world was anywhere where you have a story, and it's a really good story, you expose it as something false, and no matter where it is, either the next minute, the next day, or 10 years from now, someone will resurrect the very same story presented as something new, as something different, as something that was never exposed. And it's like you have to spend the rest of your life dispelling myths. And we're in a field where a lot of people believe that UFOs are a myth. Let's face it. You know, I think the last survey that was conducted ahead of this Chasing UFOs failure of a show for the National Geographic, there was a polling company that did a survey showing that a third of the people in the U.S. believe that UFOs were real, probably spaceships, meaning that two-thirds either don't care or disbelieve or whatever, down from what it used to be. Well, Gene, just a few days ago, a few nights ago, I I had some spare time. It was in the evening, and uh, I came out, turned on the TV. I was uh, kind of surfing through to see what was on, and I saw what appeared to be a scientific documentary on, I think it was, uh, I believe it was the Discovery Channel. I don't believe it was Nat Geo. I'm not sure. I mean, I could certainly find out easy enough. We'll have you tell us the story of what you saw. 
Don Ecker catching up with the Paracast with Gene and Chris, because you are in the Paracast. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you'd like to listen to GCN programs on the go, I have great news. GCN has created a Droid and iPhone application, and it's free. Just as easy as going to GCNlive.com, click on the banner, and download. Before you know it, you'll be listening to your favorite hard-hitting GCN shows, live or on demand, right on your Droid or iPhone, 24-7 and on the go. So download the Droid and iPhone app free by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Thanks again for listening to GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. Hi, this this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. What's safer and cheaper than prescription drugs? Glad you asked. The answer is Renovation Teas. Herbal remedies are much safer and much cheaper than prescription drugs. Taste great, and most importantly, herbal teas are effective and non-addictive. Renovation Tea is especially unique, and here's why. We spent years researching herbs and their beneficial properties. Renovation Teas uses only 100% organic, fair trade herbs. Our teas are blended towards specific ailments and health conditions, such as diabetes, blood pressure, anxiety, libido, detox, and much more. All Renovation Teas are formulated and hand-filled in Arkansas. Take care of yourself naturally, the way Mother Nature intended. Order Renovation Teas at RenovationTea.com or call 870-784-3121. That's 870-784-3121. Renovation Tees. Renovate your health one bag at a time. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Catching up with our friend Don Ecker of the once and only and original Dark Matters radio show, except no substitutes with Gene and Chris in the Paracast. You're about to tell a story. You were watching one of those documentaries or reality shows, I guess, on one of those channels. And this show, and I got to tell you, when I first turned it on, I got a little excited. It was purportedly a scientific investigation into an incident that they claimed happened off the coast of uh, South Africa where a fishing boat was attacked by some sea predator and sunk. And I'm thinking, oh, boy, this looks exciting. So I, I went ahead and I watched the whole thing. It was on Megalodon. The prehistoric shark still lives. And it was about their search to find out if they could, in fact, lure this 75 to 100, maybe 120-foot 
shark back up if, in fact, it was down there. And I watched this whole damn show for two hours, the whole time thinking these guys, you know, God, they, they've got to be they've got to be Captain Courageous and then some if, if this is legit, not a thing to suggest it was not legitimate until it was yesterday. I saw a story, I think it was on Yahoo, that there was a lot of outrage about this show because it was the whole thing was like hunting for a mermaid a, a few months ago. Do you remember that? Just very dimly. So, well, the bottom line is, you know, we're being fed crap from all corners, and you can't even today believe anything that's in the news or these, like this documentary. There's uh, an excellent possibility that some scumbag producer and outfit is uh, just Bob Kiviat. You bamboozle you, you know? Remember, Don, Alternative 3 back in the uh, 70s? Which, incidentally, Bill Cooper, for a long time, was telling everybody was the real deal. Yeah, sure I do. Absolutely. So, you know, this this just, uh, this kind of stuff, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm getting getting older and I have less, less patience, but, uh, you know, it, it just, uh, it irritates me to no end. As I said, you can't keep a good fraud down. You wonder, what about getting the legitimate information out there if you have to keep fighting this? Well, there's, there's really, I mean, you can only do what you can do. I don't have a television production company. Uh, I can't go on uh, TV. I can't, you know... Uh, unless I'm invited. I've got a radio show, just like you guys have a radio show. And I do what I can within that venue. And then it's up to the audience whether uh, uh, they accept what I'm presenting or not. But I will not, and never have I ever presented something I knew to be absolutely balderdash. I just won't do it. I could have done it. And I've been approached to do it, but I there's something in me that just will not allow that to happen. Yeah, well, I wish uh, wish everybody felt that way. I, I totally agree with you, Don. I've turned down, I don't know how many opportunities to uh, get even more, or I guess it would be Hor- uh, Warholian fame, for lack of a better term. And if, and if the intention is not, I think, up up on the level, if the motives aren't pure... People shouldn't do things. If there's any question in your mind, you, I mean, you need to ask questions when, when these uh, production companies come knocking on your door. You need to find out, ascertain if they're a part of the problem or part of the solution. And I think more and more we're seeing, you know, there's such a, a glut of this type of programming now. I think people are getting more and more outlandish with their ideas. And it's, uh, you know, like chasing the werewolves. Uh, that's going to be a real good one. I can't wait to see that. Uh it, it just, you know, Hollywood is looking to fill the spaces between commercials, and uh, people have to remember that. Absolutely. Now, I'll give you another example of uh, a guy that I tried to bring on DMR, on Dark Matters Radio. There's a uh, apparently a, a fairly well-known website site out there 
called Veterans Today. And oh, Gordon Duff. The senior editor is a guy by the name of Gordon Duff. Now, they had, uh, along with a long litany of anti-Semitic stories that uh, they've run, I guess, since they've been up there, primarily anti-Israel Israel stories, uh, every once in a while, this guy will toss in a real UFO potboiler zinger. And a few months ago, and I wrote them a very polite, very nice letter, and uh, I explained to them who I was, and I would like to uh, interview uh, Mr. Duff. And I waited for a while, and I followed that letter up with another letter and never heard from them. Well, the other day, about uh, not quite a week ago, uh, a buddy of mine sent me a link to a news story that was uh, being featured up on their site. So I went to it, and I read it, and the the title of the uh, story was Chinese Alignment with hostile, Hostile Alien Force Brings a Pacific War Threat. <laughs> and, you know... And uh, suddenly it became crystal clear to me why these guys never got back in touch with me. Because let me tell you what, if, if I could have gotten one of their representatives on a story like that, I would chew on it like a Rottweiler on a, on a T-bone steak. And, uh, you know, of course, they can throw any kind of crap out there with impunity because... They basically have nobody they have to answer to, and if anybody does approach them, they just don't acknowledge it. So that's what you're dealing with in today's twenty uh, first century life. Yeah, and and to have a website that that pretends to have the gravitas that Veterans Today does, I I find it, you know, to be a young kid growing up now and getting all your news from the internet. It's very difficult for them to differentiate between what's real, uh, what may be real, and what is just pure BS. And unfortunately, uh, it's getting the, the line between <laughs> those three areas are it's getting more and more blurred. And to be a kid trying to you know se- separate the signal from the noise, like we attempt to do here on the Paracast and you do on your show, Dark Matters, uh, it's it's getting really difficult. And uh, unfortunately, these people are operating with impunity. And if they won't, they won't stand behind what they say and, and get a chance to be, you know, journalistically uh, challenged about this stuff. I mean, what recourse do we have? Well, today there there is about zero places to go to get viable news from uh maybe a couple of places to get a hint of what's going on but if you want the real news uh i you know what i do i i go to european newspapers uh and and of course you know probably 75 80 percent of that you know i think is probably propaganda but at least they will hit on subjects that here in the states these days are basically persona non grata. You know, that raises a bigger issue here, which is one way you can find a really interesting variation or viewpoint on how things happen in the United States is, for example, to check the BBC, 
see how they view us in the UK and how they view us in Europe. But any English language news site overseas, you'll find you almost live in a different and an alien world. And I presume that's the same thing with the way we react to them. It really is kind of strange, kind of unusual. We're playing catch up here. We've got Don Ecker joining us with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Gold. If you listen to the radio, watch TV, or surf the net, you're hearing about gold. Eventually you will ask yourself, is gold right for me? The answer might surprise you. We protect ourselves and our families from many things. Do you have medical insurance? Is your home insured? Do you carry life insurance? How about financial insurance? If you own gold, then the answer is yes. If you don't own gold, the question is, why don't you have financial insurance? We put our faith in things we trust. Do you trust the dollar? Do you trust the economy? Do you trust the government? Gold has always been something you can trust. For thousands of years, people have put their faith in gold. Where will you put your faith? Now is the time to protect yourself and your family. Call Midas Resources today at 1-800-686-2237, extension 242. 1-800-686-2237, extension 242. And ask for Jim Parker. Let me help you get started today. 1-800-686-2237, extension 242. There is a false sense of security that the greatest economic crash since the Great Depression is over. But unemployment is still at a 20-year high, and until Americans are working again, the economy has not recovered. What is the smartest investment you can make? It's food. Having a supply of eFoods Direct 25-year shelf-life food is your best investment for the troubled times today and the future. For 32 years, the folks at eFoods Direct have helped thousands take the trouble out of troubled times. So to celebrate our 32-year anniversary, get the best insurance possible with a special one-time offer. A two-month food supply for only $320 and free shipping. That's 352 servings of our newest and most popular award-winning recipes at less than a dollar per serving. The 25-year shelf life allows you to lock your food cost against inflation. Call 800-409-5633 or go to eFoodsDirect.com slash Alex. The two-month supply is only available for a limited time. Call 800-409-5633 or go to eFoodsDirect.com slash Alex. 
Digestive health is the key to wellness and elimination of toxins. That bears repeating. Digestive health is the key to wellness and elimination of toxins. And Pro-EM-1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse is the key to digestive health. Pro-EM-1 is a powerful liquid probiotic, strong enough to cleanse, gentle enough to use every day. Pro-EM-1 is dairy, wheat, and soy-free, contains all natural and certified organic ingredients, contains no preservatives or animal products, supports a healthy digestive and immune system, supports weight loss, improves absorption of food nutrients, aids in controlling yeast infections, is never freeze-dried, and uses three groups of live, viable, beneficial microbes to cleanse and remove toxins. Order Pro-EM-1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse at Terraganics.com, spelled T-E-R-A-G-A-N-I-X.com, Terraganics.com. Or call toll-free 866-369-3678. That's 866-369-3678. Pro-EM-1, the raw probiotic. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. On the Paracast with Gene and Chris, our old friend Don Ecker of the once and original Dark Matters radio show, except no substitutes. You maybe should have a logo drawn up there and submit it to Sirius XM Radio, and maybe they'll have an answer. I don't want to go back into that again. We're talking here about truth, justice, and the American way, and also about how the United States is perceived overseas and why maybe to get a better picture of what's going on in this world, we should be looking at news sources, not just here, but elsewhere, because... You know, in the United States, one of the problems with news, especially broadcast news, is that one day the programming chiefs on the radio and TV stations and the cable stations realized that you can make money from news. It used to be in the public interest, but now you make money from it. So if you make money from it, you are maybe tempted to color the information to present your corporate point of view, your personal point of view. Or just do something that makes a living. So look at those pathetic, for example, reality shows about UFOs. And we mentioned, of course, one of the worst offenders chasing UFOs, where two of the co-hosts disavowed the show. Ain't it awful, Don? Well, that brings uh, a thought up to me. You know, back in 1992, uh, and I, you know, I've, I've mentioned this a number of times on the Paracast. The story that I broke. First, actually, on NBC on hard copy, and then on Larry King Live with uh, CNN, was the STS-48 shuttle uh, story. Now, the night that I was down at CNN, I met and had a brief chat with a guy that, that was then and still today, although he no longer is with CNN, a very well-known national and international reporter, and uh, we had a we had a pleasant little chat, and we were talking about this story, uh, the uh, shuttle video story. I asked him. I said, "Well, where do you come down on on this stuff? Do you think that there's anything to this?" And of course, this was off the record. But the guy said, "Oh yeah," he said. Uh, he said, "I know that there's something to this." He said. And I don't remember exactly how he explained it to me, but he had a couple of people come to him with a 
couple of incidents that they themselves witnessed, people that he knew very well, people that he trusted uh, very deeply, they were just simply amazed, and they didn't know what to make out of it. And he told me, he said, look, he said, uh, yeah, he said, uh, there is uh, probably something very profound here. So <laughs> then I, once again, boy, and I, I was naive back in those days. I said, uh, well, if you, as far as you're concerned, know that there's something to this, then why don't you do a story on it? And the guy kind of looked at me, and he said, he said, what do you got against me? And I, <laughs> I said, what do you mean? He said, if I tried to do something like that, they'd fire me. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so there you go. Now, why? Now, you think about the implications of what that guy told me. Why would he be fearful of getting fired for simply doing what they pay him to do, which is research a news story. Why? Well, the bottom line is that, and, and I've maintained this for years, whatever it is about that phenomenon, unidentified flying objects, I didn't say spaceships, I said unidentified flying objects, whatever it is about that, it's poison and it's a suicide pill for anybody in the mainstream to approach it, except if you have your tongue planted firmly in cheek. Good point, Don. It just shows you how the lines are being blurred. And, and like I said, man, these young kids, they don't know the difference between, you know, what is real and what is fabrication or what is some sort of, you know, just totally out of control spin. And it, it, it just it makes it more and more difficult for real hard knuckle journalism to be uh, to be utilized here in the 21st century. It's, it's getting worse and worse. Well, sure. Look, look at what news stories are featured today. And I mean, just looking, just go up to Yahoo and just see what what they have on their front page on Yahoo. And I mean, and as a matter of fact, I was laughing my tail end off this morning when Vicky came out this morning and was getting getting a cup of coffee and I was just sitting there shaking my head and she said uh, what's wrong and I said you're not gonna believe this and I showed her they had a front page news story on the correct way to roll up your pant legs and they had this guy apparently sitting out in some grassy field with his leg crossed over his other leg, with his jeans rolled up. Now, when you have the economic problems that we have today, for example, you still have U.S. embassies across the entire Middle East shut down because of a fear of terrorist attacks. And you have all these other big stories that are swirling about the periphery, and you, you get a news story like, how to roll up your damn pants. I mean, that should tell you something right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe they should use kerosene so the ants don't go up the pant leg and bite their candy asses. <laughs> maybe. That's possible. <laughs> oh, well. So what can I say, folks? It's a crazy world. <laughs> Sorry about there. that, Gene. I, I couldn't resist. Well, I know. You're ornery again. And somebody's going to take anything you say and engage in what we call the one 
sentence freak out. You're going to go crazy. I mean, the one example of that, just to be parenthetical about it. So what was it? A few weeks ago, Chris, you sent me a link to an article online where someone makes an interesting suggestion that Roswell and Aztec are all based on the same case. You made a little mistake. You gave the wrong author's name because the author happens to participate in this particular site. We won't mention his name because they've already started to freak out on this. So I was notified of this. We corrected the error well, a week or two later. Say, okay, well, it wasn't clear on the site who wrote what. And now they're still freaking out over that. There's one really? guy who actually used to be on the PowerCast fairly regularly. He's complaining because you and I didn't grovel and admit our great fault in daring to name the wrong author of an article that had a very reasonable suggestion. Well, it, again, you really have to be declarative uh, and stand behind your work. Don't don't leave any room for misinterpretation. That's, uh, I think, kind of the rule of journalism. Uh, you know, it's unfortunate that websites sometimes take this this weird prerogative uh, editorial uh, like an editorial prerogative and they go ahead and post stuff and then they don't really let you know who was actually behind behind the posting we'll get into more of some of these problems in a moment we have don ecker joining gene and chris you're in the paracast America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter, and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that, too, in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com People are taking charge of their lives with healthier lifestyles. That's why you have to experience the Raleigh-Durham Gluten and Allergen-Free Wellness Event. One day only, Saturday, August 17th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Durham Convention Center in Durham, North Carolina. Explore the Gluten and Allergen-Free Wellness Event, where learning is fun and delicious. Discover the world of gluten-free with free samples, cooking demonstrations, and lectures with well-known members of the gluten-free 
community. Enter the raffle and you could win the grand prize of a catered barbecue from Bone Sucking Sauce. Valued at $3,000. The Raleigh Durham Gluten and Allergen Free Wellness Event. August 17th at the Durham Convention Center. For more, visit R-A-L-E-I-G-H glutenfreeexpo.blogspot.com RaleighGlutenFreeExpo.blogspot.com Presented by Udy's Gluten-Free, Glutino, Enjoy Life Foods, and Longevity. For over five years, you've been hearing about the Berkey guy, so you may know a few things about him. For example, you are well aware of the superior quality and effectiveness of Berkey water filters and accessories. But did you know the Berkeys have had independent lab tests done to prove just how effective they are? It's true, and he can email you the test results. Just visit GoBerkey.com. You may also know that the Berkey guy has helped tens of thousands of people get better prepared. Now here's something you may not know. GoBerkey.com has amazing specials and deals all the time on a wide variety of survival and preparedness products. Most ready to ship same day. Visit the Berkey guy at GoBerkey.com and be sure to click the red Products on Sale Now button. You can always call toll-free 877-886-3653. Again, that's 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com, home of the Berkey guy. Join us in Joshua Tree, California, August 9th through 11th for the Contact in the Desert UFO Conference. A weekend of in-depth exploration into ancient aliens, human origins, crop circles, UFO sightings, and new evidence of ongoing contact. The conference will feature films, panels, lectures, workshops, and fieldwork with leading experts including Stephen Greer, Giorgio Sukalas, Graham Hancock, Jim Mars, Michael Tellinger, Laura Eisenhower, Jason Martell, David Wilcock, Doc Wallace. David Zareda, and many, many more of the biggest names in UFOlogy. The conference will coincide with the Perseid Meteor Shower, and the Joshua Tree Retreat Center offers the perfect place for sightings through the clear desert sky. Enter to win a free ticket at contactinthedesert.com. We look forward to seeing you in Joshua Tree in August for a serious look at mounting evidence that we are not alone. For more information, go to contactinthedesert.com or call 760-365-8371. Hi, this is nuclear physicist lecturer Stanton Friedman. You are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So one of the issues there, Chris O'Brien, and by the way, we have Don Ecker with us this week. One of the issues here is that some of these sites and blogs, they don't have real contact information. Like, you know, if you... Go to OurStrangePlanet.com. That's Chris's blog. And you select Contact Chris. There's a contact form there. In fact, I helped him set it up. I know it's there. And you can send him a letter. You can also post comments to his articles. If you go to TheParacast.com, you go to our forum at forum.theparacast.com, there's a way to contact us. Our names are there. We're not hiding anything. I understand sometimes people want to remain anonymous because there may be issues with their work or elsewhere where they don't want people to be aware of who and what they are. That's okay. We respect that. There's a term for that, Gene. It's called chicken. Chicken manure. Yes, we understand that. In fact, I have to remember to play the chicken sound. That's the sound we play every time we mention the name of a guest who won't appear on the show. Like we want to add that to Whitley Strieber, for example. (laughs) (laughs) 
And by the way, the person who you mistakenly credited, Chris, with writing that article about Aztec and Roswell, he won't come on the PowerCast and defend himself about anything. Well, um, the invitation's always out there, so whenever you want to come on, Tony, let us know. Now this could be another freakout, by the way. <laughs> because we didn't spend one sentence discussing this. We spent, what, a few paragraphs. So Whoa. this is, yeah, we're in trouble now. Oh, for heaven's sake. <laughs> a lot of things I'd like to talk to him about, but uh, moving right along. <laughs> you know, incidentally, I can say that on, on DMR, Gene. <laughs> Oh, that's right. By the way, this Dark Matters radio is uncensored. I don't know about the other one, the imitation to... Well, the other one you've got to pay for. Okay. Uh, I've got years and years of, of shows that you can just go in, download, listen to. Uh, but, you know, the other one, unless you're a member... Uh, and have a subscription to the Sirius uh, radio network uh, and XM, uh, you can't hear it. So there it is. That's it. So you have to be a subscriber to satellite radio, which limits where in the world you can hear the show unless there's an online version. Now, you know, the other night, now this, this is just as an aside, but the other night... Uh, I had a best of show running, and uh, I, I guess it was about ten fifteen, ten twenty. I was uh, locking up the house and getting the coffee ready for the next morning, and just on a whim, I thought, you know what? I've got a smartphone here. Uh, by God, I want to see if I can tune in live, or you know, relatively speaking, live to DMR. And uh, before I knew it, boom, it was booming out of my headset on my smartphone. So, you know, I just, I don't know why, I just thought that was pretty damn cool. Well, you know, it's not unusual to have various types of internet radio. We're heard on a number of networks such as Stitcher, where you download the app and you can play it, and GCN has apps for the Tech Night Out Live and the Paracast, and this is the way things work. So you wonder here how much business there is for satellite radio, although they're doing fairly well. I think they have like 19 or 20 million people. But a lot of the subscribers are free for a while. Like, for example, you buy a new car. So for the first three months, six months, or a year, you get Sirius XM free. And then after that... Who can afford to buy a new car? Well, there you go. I can't. <laughs> well, obviously, they're selling like 15 million cars a year in the U.S. now. So, Do you know what I'm driving? No, I don't. I am driving a 20-year-old Jeep Cherokee that has 188,000 miles on it. You know, it's just breaking it's in, 188,000. I mean, still cruising along. They've got Hondas now where they have a million miles on them and they keep going. So it's, some of these cars just last forever. It's not like the old days. I remember in the old days, more years ago than I can count, where I had a Toyota and that Toyota, 60,000, 70,000 miles, you needed engine work. An original Mazda with the rotary Venkel engine, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 60,000, 70,000 miles, you needed engine work. Let's move to another subject here. <laughs> okay? And this is MUFON LA splits off from the national organization. <laughs> now, we understand if we go back through history that MUFON itself was basically started as part of APRO, and then they became an independent organization. So this sort well, of thing let's, happens. Let's, let's tell it the way it really happened. 
Okay. Ed Andrus stole a bunch of files from Jim and Carl Lorenzen and started MUFON. And until the day that Carl Lorenzen died, Carl would not have urinated on Walt if he self-combusted. We've heard that joke recycled. And by the way, Carl Lorenzen hated me. You know that. She absolutely hated me. And I met her once or twice at a UFO convention in maybe the 70s or 80s. Whatever. Jim Lorenzen was a sweetheart. Really nice guy. Carl Lorenzen was a crusty woman who hated me for some reason. Never found out why, huh? I kind of know. And what happened is, as a teenager, I accidentally, in a tiny magazine with maybe 100 circulation, reprinted a photo from Fate magazine. And that photo of Lonnie Zamora of the Saqqara, New Mexico sighting was apparently originally taken by Jim and Carl Lorenzen, and therefore they claimed ownership of the photo, although I claim fair use. And they said, send me $100. I said, are you kidding? you got to be kidding. And I asserted fair use and quoted the fact that you can reproduce aspects of a published article and the material around it if you give proper acknowledgement, which I think we did. But she remembered this 15 years later. This happened when I was a teenager. Well, she remembered one, 15 years later. She says, oh, you're the guy who published that photo without permission. I don't want to talk to you. For, for what it's worth, and I never met the lady and never spoke to her. but, but Feel I, lucky. I, I've talked to a lot of people that, that did know her, and uh, that, that about sounds like what I've been told. So, <laughs> But APRO did some really good work. Okay, so what happens here is that Walt Andrus, who was the founder of MUFON, he borrowed or basically took without permission whatever without interpretation. Permit. He stole it. Okay. He took this stuff from APRO, and then what happened? Well, he used that as a seedbed to start soliciting members for uh, MUFON. Now, this isn't unusual, by the way. People start businesses like that all over the place. You steal a list of contacts from someone. You're selling for a company. You take the names. You start your own company. I used to work for a pre-press outfit in the 1980s where that's how the company began. This woman was working for a printer. And she took down the names of the clients, and one day she called them and said, I'm starting my own pre-press service. And she well, put the other company out of business, by the way. Walt, Walt was, uh, was, was quite a character. He's still with us, he, although he stepped down years ago uh, as the international director of MUFON. But uh, I had a, my very first encounter with Walt Andrus took place uh, in July of 1988 down in Las Vegas, Nevada, or was that 80, I guess it was 89. Uh, during After the, all these years, the memory fades. Go ahead. Well, yeah. no, that, uh, that was quite a memorable conference with Bill Moore doing his mea culpa and all that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was uh, 89. And uh, John Lear, who was then the state director for MUFON and the person hosting this event, had invited me and, and a couple of other people to come down and give a Sunday presentation, which caused massive heartburn among the MUFON board. 
And uh, as you I know what, there, before we give anyone else heartburn, especially our sponsors, we don't want them to have heartburn unless they have something to sell you that cures it. We have Don Ecker joining Gene and Chris. You're in Alka-Seltzer. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. Whether it's personal mail, whether it's business email, you want reliable, dependable delivery, freedom from spam, freedom from viruses. Well, Polaris Mail offers professional email hosting services for your personal or small business use. Each account uses 25 gigabytes of storage, an easy-to-use webmail interface, and full mobile sync. Sign up today for a 30-day free trial at PolarisMail.com, PolarisMail.com. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It just stopped responding. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Check it out. iWeb.com. That's iWeb.com. Ceramic Body Armor is rated to stop six hits. But what about the seventh? Unlike ceramic or Kevlar, Infidel Body Armor is proven to take hit after hit, and it just won't quit. Reasonably priced and designed for the smart civilian prepper, Infidel stops hundreds of hits from small arms to high-powered rifles. That means safety and peace of mind. Buy yours at InfidelBodyArmor.com. Spelled I-N-F-I-D-E-L BodyArmor.com. Infidel Body Armor just won't quit. Raising your own chickens for food is great, but how will you get them ready for the dinner table? Do it the fast and easy way with a power plucker from powerplucker.com. The power plucker is a simple attachment that works with a power drill and removes feathers in a flash. Whether you're a homesteader or a bird hunter, you'll save time and money, and we guarantee you'll love it. Order right now at powerplucker.com and receive free shipping. Powerplucker.com, the only drill-powered poultry plucker. There are those curious about Bitcoins and those using and making money with Bitcoins. What are Bitcoins? A Bitcoin is the first decentralized currency that can be easily transferred from person to person over the Internet. No bank needed. This means lower fees and accounts can never be frozen, limited or closed. You are in control of your money. And the best part? You can start earning and making money with Bitcoins right away. No computer or expertise is required to earn money with Bitcoins, and a growing number of merchants now accept Bitcoins. Plus, they're easily exchanged for dollars, euros, and more. Learn more about the easiest, cheapest, most profitable way to enter the Bitcoin market and get paid every two weeks by one of the fastest-growing Bitcoin miners in the world at cloudhashing.com. Just like it sounds, cloudhashing.com. That's cloudhashing.com. We mine your business. Hello, it's Tom Chenault from The Tom Chenault Show. We are experts in home-based business and residual income. We show people how to make money from their home, either part-time or full-time. And in partnership with Genesis Communication Network, we've organized a team to fight back about people not having money, time, or health. 
and we need your help. What we want you to do is if you've got an interest in building an organization to fight back against people taking our money, taking our time, and taking our health, we want to talk to you. All you need to do is call this number, 855-308-8326. Again, all you want to do is call 855-308-8326. You can make a tremendous amount of money and end up fighting for a great cause. Please call us right now. is Richard Dolan. You're listening to the Paracast. By the way, Aka Seltzer did not pay us for that. Understand that. We have Chris and Jean with Don Ecker of the Dark Matters radio show, the once and only, the original, 44. Substitute. You're telling the story, 1989, a Sunday session, MUFON. Right. So so uh, I'm checking into the hotel, and uh, I was standing there. I had my luggage. I had my laptop computer. Uh, believe it or not, we had laptop computers back in those days. You had a Macintosh portable, which weighed about 30 pounds or something, and I think it was like $5,000. Yeah, well, this this was a uh, was an IBM clone. It was a nice little. I mean, you know, for jotting stories, you couldn't go online with it. But hey, there was nowhere to go online unless you were paying at least six forty an hour on CompuServe. Well, but I paid four dollars an hour for AOL, so there you go. Well, that was later. This was before AOL. This was nineteen eighty nine. AOL was around then. Well, nobody knew about it. But <laughs> thank you. I resemble that remark. At any rate, this uh, I'm standing there checking in, and this short little older guy walks up to me, and I I wasn't sure who he was, and he introduced himself. He said, "Ha, are you Don Ecker? Yeah. Well, I'm Walt Andrus. Oh, well, nice to meet you, Walt. Uh, how you doing? I just want to tell you that if you speak at the Sunday conference." that John Lear is putting on. You'll never speak at another MUFON conference. And I looked at him, and I, oh, okay. And uh, that's not the way to approach me, okay? (laughs) Because what you basically did then was probably commit you to speaking at every conference till the rest of time. (laughs) So anyway, uh, I guess they, they really came unglued on Lear. And, of course, I didn't know Lear very well then. And uh, he seemed under an inordinate amount of strain at the time. But they, they ultimately caused John Lear to lose his temper. And he said, fine. He said, you don't want me speaking at my own conference that I am putting on. Well, I've already made arrangements to move the conference down the street to another venue. And had Lear had done that, MUFON would have lost their conference. As it was, when I spoke, and I went out there, it was actually the largest audience, and it was really my first one. It was the largest audience I ever had. There were between eight and 900 people 
in that auditorium when I gave my talk. And what I was talking about was the research that I was then up to my eyebrows in on the human mutilation investigation I was conducting, which I did, uh, I, I spent almost three years trying to break through that. But, uh, yeah, there were, some, there were some very, very upset people at MUFON. But, you know, at the time, I was a, because I had joined the organization, I was a state section director for MUFON. I was living in Idaho at the time. And there was a phenomenon with those guys at the MUFON headquarters. And the phenomenon was... We would send all these reports in, and nothing, and I do mean nothing, ever came out. That seems to be something that still happens. And the state director for the state of Idaho tried to get Andrus and those people to release their membership roles, because at the time, this guy, his name was Don Mason, wanted to do something which actually would have benefited the organization as a whole. And MUFON refused to give him any aid or assistance whatsoever. Now, I understand sometimes you don't want to give out your membership list because, you know, there's the fear that people might get spammed or something. It's also a matter of privacy. But I assume if you have privacy requirements that you agree to, online or however you join MUFON, you know, then they can do anything they want. But if they want to keep their membership a secret, I could understand that. I sympathize with that. I'd rather, though, you focus on what's happening now. Well, what what is happening now? Apparently, now, I know two of the primary people that have been instrumental in keeping the L.A. MUFON organization a very viable organization for the last 10, 15 years. We had a working relationship with, uh, with these guys uh, and, and also ladies uh, at UFO Magazine. But apparently they had a, and who shall currently remain nameless, I, I know who it is, I knew the person that, that came in and took over, but she arbitrarily gave everybody the boot. Now, I have been trying to get these two fellows, Steve Morello and uh, Wolf uh, McCarran, on my show to discuss this. And so far, I've been unsuccessful. But it's been, uh, it's, it's been a bone of contention. And from what I understand now, and these guys had been uh, the people responsible for uh, videotaping and audiotaping. Uh, they would have speakers come in every month. They would, uh, would video and audiotape them, uh, make these recordings available for the public to buy, to purchase, uh, which really kept their coffers uh, going. And uh, now it's my understanding that the, the L.A. MUFON organization is, uh, if not dead, it's on very, very serious life support. Now, what I had heard, the story that went around, and we discussed it in our forums, is that they were splintering off from the national organization 
and setting up their own group, which would supposedly concentrate on a wider range of paranormal-related subjects. It wouldn't just be UFOs. It would cover a whole bunch of things. And that's something they're entitled to do. Well, they always did. So they what always- was the point of this at all? I think it was, and I'm only speculating because I don't know for absolutely sure, but I think it was just a power play. Hey, I'm the person in charge now, and by God, you'll do what I what I want you to do. And that just uh, didn't work. And now uh, they're stuck with their decision. So the bottom line, and, and there was uh, not always a good vibe between National MUFON and L.A. MUFON anyway. Uh, they had their their little politicking that went on, and hey, I, I got to tell you this up front, you know, in perfect disclosure, I've got nothing to do with with either of those organizations. Uh, over the years, I spoke maybe two, perhaps three times at the L.A. Mufon. Uh, in all the years that we've been out here, and as a matter of fact, they never even invited. Vicky down to uh, to give an address. Yeah, and you're just up and over the hill uh, from them. They're in, in what Studio City, right? And you're yeah, just but, you're, you're down the road, uh, just a short short uh, distance. Right, right. And you know that that's one thing that that I've got to be. Uh, you know, and I'm speaking from not only the perspective of being her husband, but uh, uh, you know, here was here was somebody that not only. Uh, saw the idea of a UFO publication in her mind, but then she went ahead and made it into reality. And uh, over the years, she's basically been ignored. And, you know, back in, in 2006, when both of us finally ended up bailing out of that morass, you know, she basically was just fed up with it like I was. So it's one of those things that, uh, you know, is is unfortunate, but that's life, I guess. Well, of course, the UFO magazine, after you gave it up, has been barely on life support. I think they came out with like one issue after a whole year. So I don't know what's going on with them. I have a question for Don. Uh, I guess the, the latest scuttlebutt is that Jan Harzen, who I think was the California State Director for MUFON and longtime uh, revolving head of Orange County MUFON, didn't this uh, L.A. MUFON sort of splintering off uh, happen uh, right when Jan was kind of touted uh, behind the scenes as the next director? You know, I honestly, I do not know, Chris. I, yeah, I, Jan is going to be the head of International MUFON now, uh, according to what I've read. We're catching up with our old friend, Don Ecker, of Dark Matters Radio, Except No Substitutes. With Gene and Chris, Except No Substitutes, because you're in the Paracast. <laughs> The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you'd like to listen to GCN programs on the go, I have great news. GCN has created a Droid and iPhone application, and it's free. Just as easy as going to GCNlive.com, click on the banner, and download. Before you know it, you'll be listening to your favorite hard-hitting GCN shows, live or on demand, right on your Droid or iPhone, 24-7 and on the go. So download the Droid and iPhone app free by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Thanks again for listening to GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. We 
the People Grow Cotton, Weave Fabric, Engrave Ink, Embed Strips and Fibers to Protect from Counterfeit, then carting to a private bank, having it led back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Ted Anderson, I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. Now available in softcover and Kindle on Amazon is a revolutionary book that will forever change the way you look at health and diet. Dr. Brian Sturgeon's Body and Brain Diet. This amazing diet and exercise plan was developed when the surgeon himself was confronted with heart disease, diabetes, high blood pressure, and cholesterol. There's no starving yourself and no calorie counting. You'll learn it's not how much you eat, but what you eat. Find easy-to-prepare recipes and simple step-by-step workout plans that exercise mind and body simultaneously. On the plan, Dr. Sturgeon lost over 70 pounds and reversed all the diseases naturally and with no medication. And many of his patients have had similar success. The body and brain diet allows you to naturally diminish or reverse diabetes, hypertension, coronary artery disease, skin tags, psoriasis, and more. A whole new outlook on life and a healthy future awaits you. And Dr. Brian Sturgeon's Body and Brain Diet, available in soft cover and Kindle on Amazon.com. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Okay, on the Paracast with Gene and Chris, catching up with our old friend Don Ecker. We're talking about MUFON, about the splintering of the L.A. branch. Now, if you were MUFON, wouldn't you just say, okay, you don't want to be part of us, we'll set up a new L.A. branch? Well, that's basically what Steve Marillo and uh, Wolf McCarran are, are working on. Now, you know, the problem with MUFON overall has... Over the years, I mean, through the UFO field, you've seen ripples. You've seen people uh, that were very prominent in the UFO field basically uh, have a lot of problems with this. Now, uh, one in particular who was a state director uh, was Elaine Douglas, somebody that, that I know. I'm sure you guys have, have known Elaine Douglas for years, was very prominent in the MUFON field. And she became highly agitated and distressed a year or two, a couple of years ago, with the apparent, uh, and I don't know if infiltration is the right word or not, but the Bigelow Foundation, who came in with a uh, uh, wallet full of greenbacks and uh, basically took over all the uh, the data that was available. And I know that Elaine Douglas was experiencing great heartburn about that. They basically removed her and uh, because she was outspoken, is outspoken, and basically said, fine, uh, if that's the case, I'm free to say anything I want to say. And subsequently, she's done that. So... Uh, there, there are and have been a lot of people that have been distressed. At well, the well, Don, we, we, let's kind of call this thing um, the way it really should be called. For decades, 
MUFON was nothing more than a black hole sucking in data. The reason why I yeah, I started out early uh, in the early 90s uh, being courted by MUFON to be a, a section director down in the San Luis Valley. And uh, I made a, a, a couple of attempts after after actually joining the organization to, to gain uh, some case files from cases that I was interested in researching. And it was a black hole. There was no way that I was ever going to get any of that information because it was all stored in boxes in Seguin, Texas, in Walt Andrus's uh, garage. And, you know, I've, I've joked on the show a couple of times over the years that, thank God, a, a tornado never hit uh, Andrus's neighborhood because we would have had MUFON reports scattered across, you know, possibly a couple of states. <laughs> now that's changed, I think, with the with the implementation of this MUFON uh, database. I think James Carrion was real instrumental in that. And, of course, it took John Schusler, uh many years to get it together to to even get to that point. MUFON has changed somewhat in that regard, but I don't think all the files are, are actually available uh, to MUFON members. I think the whole Bigelow Aerospace uh, scenario has has put a lid on particular cases that are especially noteworthy and that's always been a problem that i've heard associated come as any great surprise look at the uh skinwalker ranch the nids effort that was going on now uh granted that that was proprietary from the get-go but there were a lot of people with a lot of hope that uh, they would be forthcoming with uh, the results of some of their investigation that never happened uh, I can I can remember uh, another case back in the mid early to mid nineties with a certain abduction researcher in the American Midwest who was very prominent at the time. I'll say it, John Carpenter. Okay, <laughs> all right, very good. And Carpenter made all his files available to uh, Mister Bigelow without the names, though. Well, that's beside the point. They they say it was without the names. Do we do we know that, Chris? Do we really honestly know that? Well, that's what I found out when I did my digging. I'm not going to put anybody on the spot here, but there was some uh it's still controversial when you when you talk to people in Missouri about that whole scenario. Well, I can tell you that at UFO Magazine, we heard from a number of people that were ready to tar and feather Carpenter. And I mean tar and feather him with hot tar. So well, he's been out of the field ever since, pretty much. So, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, these guys step on it and then, uh, hey, well, goodbye. Same thing with, uh, well, I mean, you know, you mentioned him earlier, Bill Moore. Same thing. Well, the whole the whole Bigelow scenario is is still a real uh, conundrum. You know, I'm still hearing rumblings that there is there may be some sort of continuing connection between Bigelow's aerospace uh, and and MUFON. I don't know that for a fact. Officially, of course, uh, all ties have been severed. But if you call the FAA Don and report a UFO, they tell you to call this number, and it goes to Bigelow Aerospace. Yes, I'm aware. I'm aware. I'm aware. Yeah, so, you know, what, what's the bottom line on this? Well, nothing, because Bigelow sure as hell is not telling anybody. None of his spokespeople are telling anybody. 
you know, the stories are still occasionally seeping out with no way to verify or, or otherwise. Actually, that, that show that uh, Ventura put on a couple of years ago, Chris, in, in many regards, was the closest of anything that ever came yeah. uh, close to getting Bigelow on the record. Well, it's and the first time I ever saw him on TV being interviewed, and believe me, don't get me started on that whole thing. I was involved in that particular conspiracy theory uh, show from the inception, and to hold a show back for eight months, go through, depending on who you believe, 15 to 20 different edits, and have the network be totally... Uh, do a, an about face and then demand certain editorial privileges uh, for the final product. Uh, it, I still have problems with that, and and you know money does have obviously a tremendous sway and influence in in our culture. But when it comes to this kind of a subject, uh, I, I think it's you know it's even more apparent when people with money get involved. There have been a few exceptions to this. I think Lawrence Rockefeller comes to mind. He was pretty much hands-off. Bigelow is very much into control. and Yeah, well, they interviewed me a year and a half before that aired. You know, at the very beginning of that show, they, they shot to me, and I was giving his background. But after that was all said and done, the producer that produced, that, that brought me into the project originally, I contacted her and said, hey, I'd like to get uh, Ven Jesse Ventura's son, uh, Tyrell, on DMR to interview him, and uh, she gave me his contact email information. I wrote him a number of times, never heard back from him, so, you know. You know, I saw him recently, uh, uh, about a month and a half ago, out in L.A. at the UFO Media Group meeting in, uh, I think it was out at uh, Marino Del Rey, and uh, very interesting uh, <laughs> response i was in the audience and then stood up and asked some very pointed questions and you know the same thing happened with the ventura show you'll notice that the show went absolutely the bottom dropped out of that show after they aired the the skinwalker ranch episode whatever credibility he he carefully and and very laboriously tried to attain over the first two seasons was totally trashed and uh, don who's this frederick rule guy do you know him Frederick Rule? Yeah, the the guy that they they trot trot out as a scientist. He has no forehead, you know, his big no, bushy eyebrows and glasses. I, I've never heard of this guy, and they they made him out to be some sort of expert. And between him and Preston Dennett, they totally sank that show. In, in my opinion, what they came up with as the ending kind of rationale for Bigelow to be involved well, in this. You know, so he could have his space station to escape the alien invasion, to me, was was so disingenuous and, and absolutely ludicrous that I really think that that show, that single show, really really was the, the last nail in the coffin for that oh, show. Oh, wait a minute. I do, I do know who Rule was. We have Don Ecker joining us with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Is there a secret UFO agenda? Do strange creatures from the darkest corners of the mind roam the earth? Is there evidence for mind control, time travel, or devious government conspiracies? Find out the inside scoop on the latest conspiracies, 
Paranormal Activity, and Fortean Phenomena when you subscribe to Tim Beckley's Conspiracy Journal. It's jam-packed with stories, special book and DVD promotions, and the best news, it's absolutely free, sent right to your mailbox. Plus, a bonus free email newsletter sent out every Friday. Simply send an email with your name and address to MrUFO at WebTV.net. That's MrUFO at WebTV.net. Find out what they don't want you to know. Quantitative easing, unemployment at depression levels, Europe financial system falling apart, China getting out of U.S. treasuries. At the end of 2008, the time of TARP, the national debt was at 11 trillion gold, trading around $850 per ounce. Close to 2012, the national debt exceeded 16.4 trillion, gold doubled to $1,600 per ounce. The 20 trillion threshold for the national debt is inevitable. Politicians in Washington have a ferocious appetite for spending and stimulus. What's worse, a printing press to finance. A hundred years ago, we had a gold standard to limit this madness, but now you have to adopt your own gold standard. Don't be fooled with paper promises. Get Midas Resources 10 Reasons to Buy Gold free by calling 800-686-2237. Understanding the gold and silver market may be the only insurance you could have to avoiding the next economic crisis. Call 1-800-686-2237 and order your free copy. Again, that's 800-686-2237. Alabama, it's coming, and it's the event you and your family will not want to miss. The Southern Preppers Convention and Green Living Expo, Saturday and Sunday, September 7th and 8th, at the newly renovated Oxford Civic Center in Oxford, Alabama, where admission is totally free. There's something for everyone. Free classes and seminars on topics like food preparation, food harvesting, and food preservation. Free giveaways every 30 minutes. You could win seed kits, food, doTERRA oil, starter kits, water filters, and more, including a year's supply of food. Guest speakers include Bob from Black Dog Survival School, Mike from White Harvest Seeds, Dr. Tom Stoner from Dr. Med Kits, and more. And be sure to stop by and check out the Longevity Booth, the Southern Preppers Convention and Green Living Expo, September 7th and 8th, a weekend of education and preparation that's totally free to attend. Don't forget, the Country Inn and Suites in Oxford has special rates available for those who attend the expo. Get all the details at thesouthernpreppers.com. That's thesouthernpreppers.com. Thomas Jefferson once said, when the people fear their government, there is tyranny. When the government fears the people, there is liberty. Our God-given right to life and liberty and the right to determine what is best for our lives and our family's health are in jeopardy. If we the people do not diligently assert these rights, they may be taken away and lost forever. Utopia Silver is known for fighting for health freedom, and we will not meekly allow ourselves to be led as lambs to the slaughter, sitting passively by. And accepting the chains of slavery that are being placed on America is not an option. Please stand with Utopia Silver in this fight. Utopia Silver carries some of the most effective colloidal silver products on the market and numerous other high-quality health supplements. Visit us today at utopiasilver.com. That's U-T-O-P-I-A, utopiasilver.com. Or call us today at 1-888-213-4338. 1-888-213-4338. We'd like to hear from you. 
If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. The memories come slow, but they do come at our age, right, Don Ecker with Gene and Chris in the Paracast? Don, you had a response to something Chris said in our previous segment, and after that we have some questions in the question bank that you, Chris will ask you. Go ahead, you, please. Uh, Jesse Ventura, Skinwalker Ranch show. Uh, Chris, you were right. Uh, they did bring on a couple of, uh, of fringe people, Preston Dennett being one of them, who was on the fringe of UFO stuff out here for well over 20 years, always affiliated with with fringe area topics. Franklin Rule was a guy. Now, I I don't know if you will recall, but when the Sci-Fi Channel first aired back in the very early 1990s, they had less than a zero budget to put on programming, but they had to put on programming. And Franklin Rule was one of the shows that they brought on, and he uh, had a signature thing. Uh, he had little toy dinosaurs. I mean, it was obvious the set that he was on looked like it was set up in somebody's garage. And uh, he had a little desk there, and he had, like, toy dinosaurs on it and what have you, and would talk about various fringe topics. And uh, he would he would uh, then say, well, if you got that right, you can give yourself a slap on the back. And the other thing was, if you got it wrong, you could slap yourself with, a, with some kind of dead fish. But, I mean, that was... Basically, that was his uh, contribution to the Sci-Fi Channel. And this was the first time, now that you mention it, that I recall seeing him do anything in all those years since the Sci-Fi Channel started to get a little funding and dropped his show. So I'm not uh, surprised that they had those people on there if what their intent was was to take some of the scary material and basically diffuse it with these guys talking about alien invasion, for God's sake. I mean, that that, that just struck me as beyond stupid. Yeah, I, I, I just, when I watched that uh, episode, they we talked about this on the show, they totally misrepresented my statements, um, almost uh, to a point of legal contention. But, uh, you know, power corrupts, uh, lots of money corrupts, absolutely. So, you know, it kind of comes with the territory. You know, Don, we do have a bunch of questions here. Uh, I'd like to start off on some of them. Of course, we, we weren't able to announce uh, your, you know, your guest slot here on the show uh, too far in advance. So we didn't get the amount of questions that we would normally get for you. But uh, there's a bunch that stand out here. And since we're talking about uh, personalities in the UFO field and whatnot, Here's a question that comes from Tom1961, who is one of our newer signups at forum.theparacast.com. And he, he says, very simply, who do you respect in the UFO field, and what books do you recommend? Well, let me do the book thing first. The number of books, and, you know, as far as I'm concerned, there are several that are classic, that are absolute must-read. One of them 
And this is the one book that I always recommend because it was taken almost primarily from military government UFO files, uh, was Larry Fawcett, Barry Greenwood's excellent, and I mean, when I say excellent, that doesn't begin to describe how I feel about it. Yeah, it's a must-have. Clear intent. Now, I kind of chided Timothy Good because of the guy Kirkwood inclusion in his first book above top secret but that book also has some uh, excellent information in it richard hall's uninvited guests is another book that i think merits room on any any aficionado shelf the stuff that kevin randall has done is uh, almost universally great well researched so forth your book chris and you know i'm sorry i apologize the title is not coming to me but where you talk about the yellow helicopter uh, yeah the mysterious valley my first book thank you the mysterious valley i think that is an excellent book to have and read so that that uh you know and i mean there there are certainly many others that uh uh, I could recommend uh, really going back any of the books written by Donald Kehoe, if you can find them. Any of the books written by Ivan Sanderson. And getting off in even more esoteric areas than, I, uh, than uh, Sanderson is uh, Ingo Swan's book, Penetration, yeah. which unfortunately... Uh, unless you have a big fat wallet, you're not going to find a probably a, a hardbound version of penetration. But luckily, you can still find a PDF copy of it online. Generally, uh, if you know where to look, they're free. I mean, you can just download it. But that is another book that, uh, and I I've got a hard. Uh, hard copy of uh, Penetration, and I, I've reread it a number of times. And even today, I got to tell you that uh, it sends chills up my back. Now, there's some real head scratches in there, boy. <laughs> yeah, really. Now, the uh, the thing about uh, who do I respect in the field? Unfortunately, today it's pretty slim pickings, as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, you've got to you've got to remember that that I've been doing this for a long time and I've seen uh, seen a, a lot over the years that have uh, basically soured me in many ways. But uh, you two guys, as far as I am concerned, have done great work. I think uh, Kevin Randall is another guy that I have much, much respect for. I have respect for Stanton Friedman, uh, although I do joke about Stanton pulling out that, that shop-worn uh, folder of his with all the blacked-out pages that I've seen him do God only knows how many times over the years. But when it comes to dedication and research and things that he's been willing to wade through, Friedman certainly uh, is right up there. And I'm sure that there are some others that I'm probably uh, missing in the mix. But like I said, there are damned, damned few uh, people today doing what I consider to be 
good, solid, in-depth research. Some of the people of the past, uh, and you can find their work out there. Len Stringfield is one. Uh, once again, let me mention Donald Kehoe. Even, to some extent, J. Allen Hynek. Although, I got to tell you, J. Allen Hynek, in many ways, uh, disappointed me seriously over the years. But Hynek was somebody that did some good work. I want to ask you about that in our next segment, Don. Why Alan Hynek disappointed you? And I knew him slightly in his final years. Anyway, we have Don Ecker joining us with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter, and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that, too, in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com For over five years, you've been hearing about the Berkey guy, so you may know a few things about him. For example, you are well aware of the superior quality and effectiveness of Berkey water filters and accessories. But did you know the Berkeys have had independent lab tests done to prove just how effective they are? It's true, and he can email you the test results. Just visit GoBerkey.com. You may also know that the Berkey guy has helped tens of thousands of people get better prepared. Now here's something you may not know. GoBerkey.com has amazing specials and deals all the time on a wide variety of survival and preparedness products. Most ready to ship same day. Visit the Berkey guy at GoBerkey.com and be sure to click the red Products on Sale Now button. You can always call toll-free 877-886-3653. Again, that's 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com, home of the Berkey guy. Attention citizens of Northern Arizona, are you prepared? If not, now's your chance to get prepared at the Arizona Survivalist Prepper Expo. August 24th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Tim's Toyota Center in Prescott Valley. Visit with Arizona-based and national suppliers of such items as freeze-dried foods, solar ovens, solar equipment, tactical gear, camping gear, water filtration supplies, and much more. Do you need a bug-out bag? Do you need to stock up on freeze-dried food? Are you curious what a solar oven is? 
days. Take a tour of the ultimate bunker, a portable above or below ground survival shelter. Visit with doomsday prepper stars from around Arizona, such as Tim Ralston of Gear Up and Brian Moffat of Extreme Defense USA. Informative speakers will be providing valuable insight every hour on such topics as long-term food storage and emergency first aid skills. Bring your family, bring your friends, bring your neighbors. We won't rest until every citizen in Arizona is prepared. Visit our website, ArizonaSurvivalistShows.com. Digestive health is the key to wellness and elimination of toxins. That bears repeating. Digestive health is the key to wellness and elimination of toxins. And Pro-EM-1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse is the key to digestive health. Pro-EM-1 is a powerful liquid probiotic, strong enough to cleanse, gentle enough to use every day. Pro-EM-1 is dairy, wheat, and soy-free, contains all natural and certified organic ingredients, contains no preservatives or animal products, supports a healthy digestive and immune system, supports weight loss, improves absorption of food nutrients, aids in controlling yeast infections, is never freeze-dried, and uses three groups of live, viable, beneficial microbes to cleanse and remove toxins. Order Pro-EM-1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse at Terraganics.com, spelled T-E-R-A-G-A-N-I-X.com, Terraganics.com. Or call toll-free 866-369-3678. That's 866-369-3678. Pro-EM-1, the raw probiotic. This is Jerome Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. As you know, Don Ecker takes no prisoners. He tells you what he thinks and then some. He is also host of the once and only Dark Matters radio show, except no substitutes. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. In our last segment, Don, and we'll get back to listener questions in a moment, but in our last segment, you said that you weren't totally impressed with some of the work that J. Allen Hynek did. Explain why, please. Heineck was the civilian uh, consultant of the Air Forces Project Blue Book. And at the beginning when, when he came on board, and I could be wrong with the figure that I'm about to give you, but I believe that the Air Force, and of course we're talking about 1950s, 1960 dollars i think the air force was paying him something like five grand a year Uh, might have been more than that at the end who knows but at least that much money to be their consultant and they would get one of these crazy cases like for example one of the most famous the hillsdale michigan college case that happened in 66 and we could actually do an entire show on that and the aftermath of what happened later but Heineck was drug out and he was willing to compromise what he truly believed and this is where where I say he disappointed me and this is my belief okay but he was willing to compromise he knew something passingly highly passingly strange was happening but he compromised his personal beliefs to satisfy his air force handlers now swamp they swamp gas Yes, yes, the the famous, infamous swamp gas. Of course, he apologized for that later. He did, but also there was a swamp out back there, so he could have been correct as well. Not in Michigan in March, Chris, no. 
Not in Michigan. No, th there was a lot going on. You're right, Don. But at any rate, then he became a quote-unquote UFO believer. Well, just like James McDonald gave him grief, and McDonald was truly a courageous scientist when it came to this topic, was willing to chew Heineck's tail end off as what he saw as Heineck's being timid, okay, to the point where he would not speak up, even though he knew that he was, that McDonald and others was right, okay? Yeah. In other words, he didn't have the courage of his conviction. And yeah, but he came around in the end. He, he definitely did. And what, what good did it do then? When it could have done a hell of a lot of good back in the 50s and 60s. Yeah, but that's not really categorizing the quality of his work. It's his attitude and his approach. And I guess he's one of these people. He felt if he went too far out on the limb, and a lot of people who are scientists and professors take that approach, which is you might impact your source of living. Then he well, should have called himself an astronomer and a scientist because he was scientifically dishonest. Well, I have a little bit of a... Uh, of a how would I put this, a news blast on the Heineck front. Uh, recently, James Fox has spent the better part of two weeks with Ray Stanford out in Maryland. And one of the trips, actually, they took a number of trips to the National Archives. And they found uh, original handwritten letters penned by Alan Heineck about the Socorro case, which will put to rest some of the assertions by the UFO iconoclast about the actual symbol that Ronnie Zamora was asked by the military to fabricate, to keep in secret the real symbol so that they could use that as, as control data. If somebody called up and reported a symbol and it was the real symbol, they would know that it was the real case as opposed to reporting the fake symbol that the military bamboozled uh, Zamora to sign off on. And now we have definitive proof that that is actually the case. And I probably shouldn't have said this because I'm scooping James Fox and Tracy Torme. Well, Torme basically said as much on DMR when, when I was running a weekly segment with him. I, I know that that was a B in Tracy Torme's bonnet. Well, it's been proven beyond any shadow of a doubt. They were given access to the original documents, which they uh, scanned at extremely high resolution. And we'll be talking more about this, I'm sure, in future episodes of the Paracast. Here's another question, which I think is germane to our conversation, and that is the whole subject of alien abductions. Of course, Heineck was not really involved in the field by the time the whole abduction thing really took off. What do you think about abductions, Don? Uh, why or why not? This comes from Burnt State, one of our uh, fairly regular posters at forum.theparacast.com. If you say yes about them and, and you think they're real, could you cite what you feel are the key cases to support uh, the phenomenon? And what is the purpose of them if they're real? This is an area, and, and I've, I've also voiced this before on Paracast appearances that I've made. Over the years that, that Vicki and I did UFO Magazine, as you can expect, we had literally, and I, I couldn't begin to tell you how many hundreds of people contact us, write us, telephone us, and on my original radio show, uh, UFOs Tonight, that I did weekly back then, 
questions and and uh, allegations that they underwent this experience and i was always very very tentative about getting involved in any of this because in many cases i realized that some of these people were extremely fragile and i i had a set of pat answers i gave them because i did not feel qualified to really become involved in that i was literally i was terrified of doing them more harm than good but this is what i would tell them if you believe that you experienced something out of the norm and it's bothering you to the point where you're having a hard time doing your day-to-day existence get some this, help this is what i suggest number one See your family physician first. Find out if you're, in fact, suffering any physical effects of what you believe happened to you. Number two, if it's to the point where you feel that it's psychologically disturbing you to the point where you're having a hard time, see a certified mental health professional and i'm not suggesting there's anything physically or mentally wrong you know and today what we might call this gene and chris is ptsd okay post-traumatic stress syndrome perhaps that's it i said see someone that is professionally qualified to help you but by no means will i suggest that you see a hypnotherapist or someone that bills themselves as a UFO abduction researcher. Because I I personally experienced some horror stories firsthand back when I was involved with UFO magazine, Vicki and I. You know, as as a former investigator, a detective, I saw so many cases of these hypnotherapists leading the person that they were working with, it made me cringe. I, I always shied away from that aspect of it because I was afraid of harming someone. I think we should leave the uh, mental health uh, professionals in charge of, of helping these people. And, you know, that was a very good answer. And I think that, that uh, anybody out there who feels that they have been in a situation that may be described as an abduction phenomenon type experience to definitely seek out Uh, professionals in this realm and stay away from people with a name in in ufology please Uh, do us and yourself most importantly a favor right don't Don't believe anybody in ufology because we are not credible (laughs) i'm joking but you know (laughs) sure you know a person should have independent credentials as a journalist or certainly as an investigator like don ecker and a police officer so they know what they're doing in their regular lives so they bring that to the ufo field We've got Don Ecker, our great friend from Dark Matters Radio, joining us. We have Gene and Chris here in the Paracast. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. 
If you want to get your website online and you need reliable service, first-class service at the lowest possible price, there's only one place to go. Well, DreamHost has a special promotion with our show where they'll offer you unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, one-click web apps such as WordPress, 24-7 support. You can save over $55. You want to know how? Go to DreamHost.com slash radio, DreamHost.com slash radio. Whether it's personal mail, whether it's business email, you want reliable, dependable delivery, freedom from spam, freedom from viruses. Well, Polaris Mail offers professional email hosting services for your personal or small business use. Each account uses 25 gigabytes of storage, an easy-to-use webmail interface, and full mobile sync. Sign up today for a 30-day free trial at PolarisMail.com, PolarisMail.com. Are you ready to fight back? Fight back against the army of spies, scammers, and government wonks that are hell-bent on stealing your information? Let me ask you one question. What are you doing right now to protect your privacy? Learn how to take your identity off the grid and even disappear forever with this weird trick at privacyradio.com. I'll show you how to protect yourself and your family from big government and big business in just 10 easy steps. Go to privacyradio.com to learn more. You know about RVs, you've heard about bunkers, but surviving is not recreation. And man wasn't made to live underground. Introducing Survivalist Camps, the ultimate fully functional off-the-grid survival bug-out house that's mobile, well-equipped, and custom-built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Go to survivalistcamps.com to learn more. That's survivalistcamps.com, providing your basic needs to survive. Survivalistcamps.com. Now available in softcover and Kindle on Amazon is a revolutionary book that will forever change the way you look at health and diet. Dr. Brian Sturgeon's Body and Brain Diet. This amazing diet and exercise plan was developed when the surgeon himself was confronted with heart disease, diabetes, high blood pressure, and cholesterol. There's no starving yourself and no calorie counting. You'll learn it's not how much you eat, but what you eat. Find easy-to-prepare recipes and simple step-by-step workout plans that exercise mind and body simultaneously. On the plan, Dr. Sturgeon lost over 70 pounds and reversed all the diseases naturally and with no medication. And many of his patients have had similar success. The body and brain diet allows you to naturally diminish or reverse diabetes, hypertension, coronary artery disease, skin tags, psoriasis, and more. A whole new outlook on life and a healthy future awaits you. And Dr. Brian Sturgeon's Body and Brain Diet, available in soft cover and Kindle on Amazon.com. Hi, my name is DeRay, suffering from migraines, having Botox injections in my head and neck to alleviate pain, costing $1,500 out of my pocket. I discovered Dr. Ortman and Gentle Touch Chiropractic Adjustment called Nuka. I'm migraine-free since my first adjustment. Thanks for giving me my life back, Dr. Ortman. I wish they prescribed you instead of Botox. Thanks, DeRay. Putting the bones back in place is only half of the solution. We design a nutritional supplement program the body can handle and actually absorb, providing nutrients, targeting the problem area. Between Nuka and Nutrition, we will have you on the road to a faster and more permanent recovery. Look us up on the web at drwartman.com or call 952-303-9124. Let us help you feel better faster. Wellspring Spinal Care at 952-303-9124. Again, that's 952-303-9124. 
or on the web at drortman.com. This is Leslie Kane, and I'm with the Coalition for Freedom of Information, and you are listening to the Paracast. We have a few questions left in the till there, Chris O'Brien, of Don Ecker. And we'll probably have to ask you, Don, to keep the questions short because we don't have much time left. Well, here's one from Ufology. Our friend Randall, who is one of the most active members at forum.theparacast.com. And Don, he wants to know how the new unvarnished truth book is coming along. Perhaps you could give us a teaser that illustrates what you mean when you said you know where the bodies are buried. Uh, that's a little tantalizing. <laughs> and that it will give some people heartburn. Well, I won't give another ad for Alka-Seltzer, but uh, he gives an example. Who in the ufological community should be preparing to break out the Pepto-Bismol? Well, probably the people that have UFO magazine, for one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You want to you care to expand on that answer? No, no. I'm not going to preempt the book that we're working on. I'm not going to do that. Do we have a slated uh, completion date? or When it's done. <laughs> I hate to be so, so vague, but, you know, hey, we're going back through almost 25. Yeah, well, that's a tough one, man. You guys have been at it for a long time, and I'm sure there's a lot of gems uh, in the woodwork. As much as, as I would love to be able to come on here and, and drop some real zingers, you know, I'd just be cutting my own throat, so... Okay. Well, moving right along, Bert State, uh, again, is another one of our our new forum participants at forum.theparacast.com. And he has a whole, he rattled off a bunch of questions here. Let's start with this one. What's the best concrete evidence for alien bases on the moon? Some of the photographs that I've had over the years, going back to literally when George H. Leonard came out with his uh, book in, I believe it was 1976, Somebody Else is on the Moon. Now, in the book, many of those photographs are uh, really hard to see, but I was able to, years ago, secure from a source that got them directly from NASA a number of those photographs that definitely, and I was not a photo reconnaissance expert when I was in the Army, but uh, I've had some, as a matter of fact, look at some of these, and if they're not artificial, to coin a famous quip I made years ago that caused me much grief for a long period of time if they're not artificial i'll eat my hat do you hear me cal corf i'll eat my hat. <laughs> hey when you see perfect right angles on the moon you know something's up well something is up sure and i've got cal who <laughs> yeah. please one... let's not get started there because just one name a two-word freak out will occur <laughs> yes one photograph and and I actually uh, I <laughs> I had a a minor miniature shootout with Art Bell during a uh, an appearance I made on his show back in February of 2001. An object, actually two objects, that rolled up and out of lunar craters and were rolling across the lunar surface. Now, if that wasn't artificial, a NASA tried to tell the world that they were actually 
lunar rocks, but they were lunar rocks leaving tread marks like a tank in the lunar soil. Mm, sounds like the uh, Desert Raceway in, in where, the Mojave or Death Valley? Uh, well, those, are you talking about the moving rocks out there? Yeah. Yeah, well, those, believe it or not, are a result, although it doesn't rain much, it does rain out there. And when it does, they have what are flash floods, and it's been basically proven now that that water action will move those rocks. But as we all know, uh, the moon is uh, pretty dry. And it doesn't rain on the moon. No. Whatever we're leaving those tracks, it's highly unlikely that they were uh, were natural. So, One from uh, Vespa High Folk, who has been a longtime poster. He's almost up to 1,000 posts on the forum. And that's just yesterday. And that was just yesterday. He's probably going to have about another uh, half a dozen after this show. Don, do you think there is any real evidence of Bigfoot? Do I think there? Well, that's not an area that I have a lot of uh, uh, experience with. But, yeah, I do think that it's it's possible. Uh, I won't go as far as to say probable, but I do think it's possible that there is some type of bipedal uh, creature out there that we uh, would refer to as Bigfoot or Sasquatch or the adom- abominable snowman if you're in the uh, Himalayas. Uh, yeah, I do think it's it's possible. Can I could I prove that? No, but uh, I'm not willing to uh, to be a total naysayer on that. Can Melba Ketchum prove it? I don't know. Okay, here's one uh, interesting interesting question from Steve C, who uh, has been a lurker at forum.theparacast.com for a couple of years. With the report by NIDS, and I'm not sure which report he's referring to. They've actually released uh, a number of them. And the recent book by Greg Valdez, who, of course, we had on last week, uh, his dad was Gabe Valdez, the New Mexico State Patrolman up in Dulce. Has there been any closure for you concerning the cattle mutilation phenomena since that is what started you on this crazy UFO journey way back when you were a police officer? No. That's, talk about a short and sweet answer. No, yeah. There's no closure. Okay, well, maybe after you read the book I'm slaving away on, maybe you'll change your mind on that, but I probably not. Don't hold your breath. Okay, we've got uh, we've got a bunch of them here. Um, let's go back to a question from uh, Vesby High Folk. In your research, what case stands out as the most solid evidence of alien visitation? STS-48. Okay, good one. I like that. that was a short and sweet. Well, we only have two and a half minutes left, so the next answers have to be even shorter and sweeter. <laughs> okay, what, who are the current researchers and investigators, in your opinion, that are actually making some headway with the UFO conundrum? Well, I think, actually, and I'm not kissing your tail end, Chris, I think you're doing a hell of a job. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> uh, are you guys, uh, you and Vicky, going to start another UFO magazine? <laughs> I understand that's a psychiatrist for that. <laughs> yeah, that that comes from Steve C. He says, if money, if money wasn't an issue, would you and Vicky consider running UFO <laughs> magazine again? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. How would you characterize the UFO occupants' attitudes towards humans? That's making a big leap right there, number one. 
But would you say that they are indifferent towards humanity or they care about us in our future? Or are we just cattle to them to be used and abused? Well, depending upon who you talk to, uh, yes, they are totally indifferent to us. I believe that. And are we cattle to them? Well, there's not a tremendous amount of evidence to suggest we're not. I've always thought that if, big question, the operative word, if, they are real if they came here or are coming here that at best they're working on their own agenda and what that agenda is that is the well not even sixty four thousand dollar question that's a sixty four million dollar question and uh, i really don't believe that if they are real they much give a damn one way or the other we have more questions in the till. And what I'll ask Don to do is answer some of your questions over at forum.theparacast.com or save them for his next appearance on the show. So, Don Ecker, where do we find more of your stuff? Other than the forum, of course. Well, uh, of course, the Paracast Forum, Dark Matters Radio, is one place. Uh, www.dqrm.com is where you can catch my show live Monday through Friday, starting at 10 p.m. Pacific time. And there is an extensive archive of past shows, and I might add some real gems in there. I have that uh, listed not only in the DRM form on the Paracast, but also on Facebook, Don Ecker and uh, the Dark Matters uh, forum and fan for Dark Matters Radio and Don Ecker. There's two places up there. Okay, you can find Chris at OurStrangePlanet.com. You can find us on TheParacast.com. On Twitter, we're known as The Paracast. On Facebook, there's a Paracast fan club. In fact, there are two. Don Ecker, thanks for joining us this week on The Paracast. Thank you, Dean. It's a great pleasure to be back. The Paracast, featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast. 